Let's get some treats now. Karina Camerino of Camerino Bakery. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. So, Karina, there's nothing like making your own treats, is there? Because it like it feels it's much nicer than ultra processed biscuits and cakes, but it, it just feels so much better, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Making it and eating it is much better. And you have a few easy tray bakes for us today. Is a tray bake format the easiest way to make some nice home baked treats? Um, it is one easy way to make home baked treats. Um, tray bakes are something that you can get kind of a big batch out of and then slice it up. And tray bakes generally would have kind of a shelf life. You make it and you can enjoy it for three, four days and you can even freeze it. So they're handy even to carry around. Okay, and you have some easy ones for us today. A, a bit of context on you. You're kind of an accidental baker in a way, are you? Uh, yeah, I I studied baking after I started baking because I was uh, I was working uh, when I arrived in Ireland. I was working different temp jobs, and I ended up um, in an engineering company working HR right before the last recession. So my um, stressful days of firing people for a living were kind of balanced out with my evening hobby of baking. So the worse the job got, the more I baked and I accidentally started a bakery that way. Okay. And you were on Capel Street for a long time. You've moved out to Emma in, in Kilmainham now. Yeah, we had um, a boutique bakery on Capel Street. We moved that into the courtyard of the Museum of Modern Art. We have a, a cool retro food truck there. And we moved our cafe from our Marion Square location over to the downstairs cafe in Emma. So we've redeveloped the downstairs cafe. So now we do all of our baking on site there. We make our bread fresh for our sandwiches there. So you, you do a visit for the museum. I'm on the bank holiday we're open uh, 12 to 5 actually okay so you've you've an emperor there you've taken over uh, at, at emma their food and beverage completely all right so uh first up is brownies now i believe you've decided to ruin your empire ruin your business today by giving us the secret to your to your peanut butter brownies which are legendary apparently they're legendary our raspberry cheesecake brownies won gold in the irish food awards our peanut butter brownies are also award winners and no i'm all about we teach classes as well and i'm all about the more if my brownie recipe is the go-to recipe i think that would be that would make me so happy you know so genuinely it's a really easy recipe to do we only use whole ingredients for it. And the secret to a really good brownie is don't bake it too long because there's two camps of brownies. There's your cakey brownie and your fudgy brownie. You can just yeah. chuck those cakey brownies in the garbage. There's no point in them. <laughs> They're yeah, well, either why, get a chocolate why, why cake. Do people, yeah, why do you could get a chocolate cake and dry it out and yeah, that will give you a cake. Exactly. Why, so why do people have them? Why? That's a great question. But the, the here's what I say. Go for this recipe and you'll end up with a fudgy brownie. Don't bake it too long. So you take it out of the oven just at the point where you're like, is it or isn't it cooked enough? Because it's going to continue cooking a little bit. It's still hot when it comes out the oven. It okay. settles. It'll sink a little bit. And then you're going to get crispy edges, a bite on the edge, but a fudgy center. That's really what you want. And the basic recipe I've given you is for a chocolate brownie. And I brought in studio uh, a, tr- a sample of a tray. So you can make your entire tray of chocolate brownies and then zhuzh it up in different ways. You can swirl peanut butter through it. I've swirled peanut butter and added some salted roasted peanuts. So um, you add them into the mix before the oven, yes? Before the oven, I put the entire batter in the tray and then I put these things on top and swirl it through. So peanut butter in little teaspoons full and swirl it through with a knife. Or another option is you could do espresso coffee and maybe some walnuts or use camp, which is a really great ingredient. It's chicory, really. It? Camp, it's it's a it's an old-timey syrup that you can find in certain Sometimes, yeah, it's called camp, yeah. And it's a syrup that's in a lot of traditional Irish 
coffee walnut cake recipes instead of actual coffee. Does this they go back to when chicory. people used to use chicory in yeah. the war, like instead yeah. of coffee? Yeah, yeah. and okay. actually as, as me and certain bakers would text each other when we find camp in some country super value or something. We're like, hey, this really? one has it. Okay. And buy two for me and three for you. And yeah, yeah. Damn. So you can do that. And it stays on the shelf for ages. It's grand. I have a row of just classic where I just left it as it is. And then I have somewhere with melted chocolate on top and sprinkles, some, some Malden sea salt on top too. So you can elevate it. Uh, I have a version in the bakery with raspberries and baked cheesecake batter, too. So you have a nice balance of sweet and some tang. So all in all, it takes, you know, 45 minutes between mixing and baking and you're done. And what's the key for people who haven't made brownies before to making the the basic brownie? The key is don't leave it in the oven too long. The recipe itself is as simple as it can be. And don't bake it in the oven too long. And and I believe we we, we I think we're you're allowed uh, plug Kerrygold. It's kind of it's you know it's kind of breaks the rules in that kind of way. Kerrygold <laughs> is central to it all, is that? Oh, Kerrygold is the best. Yeah, salted Irish butter. I bake with salted Irish butter. Okay, okay. Yeah. So we'll put up the brownie uh, recipe next up. Um, Chewy flapjacks, and I suppose the thing about flapjacks is that you can kind of tell yourself you're having a healthy. Treat, yeah, it? there are healthy ingredients in flapjacks. Yes. Okay, that's as far as you're willing to go. Is <laughs> yeah. It? yeah, and you could you could add more healthy ingredients too if you want to. So I have kind of two versions of a flapjack recipe I've shared with you. One is extremely healthful flapjack where there's no refined sugar in it. There is it's heavy on the nuts. We have some oats and peanut butter and honey to bind it and egg. And then the chewy flapjack has more oats. We have flaked almonds for that textural crunch. I have dried fruit, but I'm kind of particular about the dried fruit I enjoy in my treats. Like I'm particular too. I don't yeah. want any of it, like, to well, be honest. Mm, I wonder what you think after you try these flapjacks, because I use dried cranberries. I don't use raisins. I don't use sultanas. It has to be kind of something that's plump and it has to add something, not just be a filler ingredient, you know? You won't ch- find candied peel in any of my recipes. I don't believe <laughs> okay. in it. But okay. dried cranberries, absolutely. They're really juicy. And so flapjacks with chewy oat. There's golden syrup in it, which helps give it that chewy texture. So you bite into and that, it. And is that mm. the, a big source of the sugar as well? Yeah. Yes, yeah. that is the source. The golden of syrup mm-hmm. we can think of as like, it's just golden syrup. Is is it liquid sugar more or less? Yeah. It's more or less liquid sugar. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Just, just so we're clear on that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so there's butter, there's oats, there's golden syrup. I have flaked almonds, but you can switch it up for other kinds of chopped nuts if you want to. You could add different dried fruit or you you can do something like freeze-dried fruit. So there's some great companies, Irish companies even, that do a freeze-dried fruit like um, uh, Drink Botanicals is a company that does dried uh, freeze-dried fruit for cocktails. And I love to use that for cake decorating and in the cake mixes too. So I would choose something for texture, for flavor and for color. Okay, so what you've essentially given us though is a weekday kind of sawdusty flapjack and then you've given us a weekend flapjack as well that has the liquid sugar in it. I would say one is a crispy protein packing in your gym bag flapjack okay and the other one is a chewy indulgent flapjack see one. this is where you you have a business and i don't you're, <laughs> you're you're a good saleswoman okay so look the two flapjack recipes are there the one you won't bother making and the one you will all be making we'll put them up and you you flapjacks of course you can 
dip uh, one surface in chocolate as well. Oh yeah, you can you can be creative with these recipes I've given you. They're the way that I do it, but absolutely like take creative freedom and change them up. And then when you make them say, this is Camarino's flapjack recipe. But what I did was I drizzled it in chocolate or I, yeah. you can add chocolate chips to the flapjack recipe, for example, or butterscotch chips, or they make these like Reese's peanut butter chips. And yeah, you can get creative that way. Okay, finally, uh, a fruit and nut bar. Yeah, so the you, fruit and nut bar. Now, you get... me now, I don't like the real one, so I, I can't imagine a homemade <laughs> one is. Go on. Yeah, well, fruit and nut bar is a great way to use, I think, those fruit and nut mixes that you can get in the grocery stores. They're really, really easy to come by. I don't find them enjoyable to eat the way they are. But I really love them in this fruit and nut bar. So thank you. I have the opportunity to sell this fruit and nut bar. So it's a high protein, just naturally, there's no protein powder in it, but nuts are naturally higher in protein. And it's a great way, I think, to to bring your nuts with you. <laughs> so you can... <laughs> okay. Some right. of us have no choice. To yeah. yeah. Everywhere we go, there they are. Yeah. <laughs> this is much more convenient. You can wrap it up, put it in your handbag and um, on your gym bag. I think that has a really uh, long shelf life too. So you can make it and you can enjoy it for like three weeks. It'll just stay just as good as the day that you made them. And in fact, this recipe, you might not, you might not, like the sound of it, but I'll tell you what, once I had these at a farmer's market and somebody, a famous uh, Dublin person, I won't say who it was, mistook it for samples and just reached over and and grabbed some crumbs and stuck it in his mouth. And I said, um, those aren't samples, those are for sale. And uh, we laughed. And ever since, every time I see that person in any of our market stalls, he comes and he, and he buys a fruit and nut bar for old time's sake but also because it's so good he tasted it and he came back for more again and again okay so Karina would you say there are a lot of people listening now who think I'm not really a baker like this is doable for people is it yeah I wasn't a baker and now I have a bakery so the only thing to do is to try to start baking and to try and like what's the worst that can happen yeah you could burn the house down I guess but not (laughs) it's probably not going to happen probably you'll get something that's pretty okay okay excellent Karina Camarino of Camarina Bakery, thank you very much.